Good morning, Living Word. Good morning, morning Manaites. God bless you. Welcome to a new day, a day that the Lord hath made, and we will rejoice and be glad in it. We certainly want to give God thanks each and every day. We ought to bless His name. Why? Because the Bible says the Lord is good, His mercies are everlasting, and His truth is for all generations. And so today, we come to bless the Lord, we come to glorify Him, we come to lift Him up because He is so so much worthy of all our praise. Amen. And so we give God thanks again for a new day. And I pray that everybody has started this day with favor on their heads, increase on their hands, and swiftness on their feet. Amen. So we give God thanks. Amen. So what are we going to talk about today? I believe we need to talk about something that probably most of us once or twice in our life, in our lifetime, we have to deal with. And that is what to do when you don't know what to do. Let me say it again. What to do when you don't know what to do. We, most of us, and many of us have, have had that situation in our life because life often presents us with uncertainties, situations, confusions, dilemmas. And in these moments, you know, um, sometimes we just don't know what to do. <laughs> and sometimes you ask God, what do I do in times like these? But let's go into the scripture. Let's get some biblical references and let's find some words of wisdom that will help us and help you if you're in that present state now. All right. So let's let's explore this step by step approach to navigate through these uh, situations. Step number one. Pause and reflect. If you, when you're in a situation you don't know what to do, which way to turn, pause and reflect. In Proverbs 3 and verse 5, it says this. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not to your own understanding in all your ways. Acknowledge him. He will direct your path. And so we must pause and reflect and acknowledge that we may not have all the answers. And so we need to trust in God. We need to trust in the spirit of God inside of us to lead and to direct us in the right path. And so we need to take the time to pause and to reflect. Why? Because that allows us to step back from our situation. It allows us to get our emotions to calm down a, a, a bit. Right. It gives you time to detach from any immediate emotional reactions that you may gain a broader perspective. A lot of times we just need our eyes to be opened, you know, because I've always said there is no problem without a solution and there's no solution without a problem. And so if there is a problem, there must be a solution. You cannot have a problem that there is no solution for. The issue is, can we ever find the solution. And so we must pause and reflect, put our trust in God, you know, say, Father, I'm in, the, I'm at a crossroads. I don't know which way to turn. Should I go straight? Should I go back? Should I go left? Should I go right? North, south, east, you know, or west, whatever it is. Many times we're in that place. This is when we must take time to pause and to reflect and not just you know, abruptly do things, not just, you know, knee-jerk reactions, but take time, take your time and reflect. I've always taught that we must make 
um, knowledgeable decisions and not just emotional decisions. Make decisions based on knowledge. Based, make make decisions based on good knowledge. Then when, when we have identified what the issue was, we take some time to pause and reflect, gain some knowledge. And we will talk a little bit more about that. Step number two, seek guidance. Seek guidance. And, you know, of course, we start off with seeking from the Lord, putting our trust in the Lord. The second thing, the Bible says in James 1 and verse 5, if you, if any of you lack wisdom, you should ask God who gives generously to all without finding fault, and it will be given to you. Seek guidance from the Lord. How do we seek guidance? Through prayer, through meditation, through or seeking counsel from trusted people. The Bible says in Proverbs 11 to 14, in the abundance of counselors, there is safety, right? So sharing your, your indecision, sharing your dilemmas with others allows you to tap into their experiences and into their perspective. It is always good to, to have people around you who are wise because sometimes you want to tap into their perspective you want to see what they say about your situation and and it's important for us to listen to what they say right and don't get mad if if you know if they say something that you may not like if they are sincere if they're trying to help you then submit yourself to listen to what they say in the multitude of counsel there is safety the Bible says, blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stand in the way of sinners, nor sit in the seat of the scornful, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. So make sure you're seeking good counselors, counselors who are godly, counselors who are wise, not foolish people, not, not um, gossipers, not people who are just out there, but people who are wise, people who know the word of God, people you can trust. It is important that you have one or two of those persons in your life. So when you get into these situations, when you don't know what to do, you should have somebody to turn to, um, you know, if not one, but two or three persons. Listen to what they have to say. The Bible says where there is a multitude of counsel, there is safety. Amen. So, you know, don't sit and die in your mess. Right. Don't sit and die in your indecision. You know, a lot of times <clears throat> some opportunities only come around once, once in your lifetime. Only happen once. And so you may sit around. You don't know what to do. Right. Um, and you may lose an opportunity. And so when opportunities, when you're faced with especially opportunities to excel, opportunities to better yourself. You're not sure of yourself. You don't know what to do. <laughs> you need to get good and wise counsel. Talk to somebody, right? Talk to somebody. Number three, have some patience. The Bible says in Ecclesiastes 3 and verse 1, there's a time for everything and a season for every activity under the sun, under heaven. Understand that uncertainty is a part of life's ebb and flow. And so we must embrace patience and trust that the right course of action will, will reveal itself in due time. You better believe that. Yeah, when we are children of God and we're believing God and we're praying and we're talking to God, we're getting white wise counsel, the right course of action is going to come to the forefront, right? So sometimes we just need to have a little patience. In verse 11 of Ecclesiastes chapter 3, the same chapter, the Bible said, He has made everything beautiful in its time. 
one of the things I like to say is there's no good wine before it's time, right? So have a little patience. Trust God. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Depend on the Lord. Trust Him. Get wise counsel, but embrace some patience. See, sometimes we got to take our time to make the right decisions and not just jump out and do things because sometimes we jump out and we do it wrong. And then we have to retrace our steps. We have to start all over again. You know, some of us don't have time to start over. Some of us don't have time to be to be uh, failing. We just need to press on. We need to move forward without even looking backwards, right? Number four, make a list of options, right? If you don't know what to do, make a list of options. List some of the options and list some of the outcomes. You have to be able to think some of the outcomes based on the options that you are making. List all possible courses of action, even if they seem improbable. Just write them down, right? Just write them down. And then we commit it to the Lord. In Proverbs 16 and verse 3 says, commit to the Lord, whatever you do, he will establish your plans. You see, a lot of times we don't know which way to go, but you have multiple courses of action. Lay out your options, submit them to the Lord, lay them out, write them down and lay them out. Pray over them, anoint them, anoint your options, make a list and anoint them. You know what else it does? It gives you a visual overview of your choices. And it also helps you to focus. Right? And so when you do this, when you lay them before the Lord, Lord, which way should I go? Which way should I take? The Lord will open your eyes and cause you to see the steps that you ought to take. Remember the Bible said the steps of the righteous are ordered by the Lord. And if your steps, and if you are a man, a woman of God, God will order your steps. So when you make your plans, you lay them before the Lord. The Lord will fix your plans if there's any error in them. He will make crooked paths straight. He will do whatever it takes to bring you to a good success. Remember, God's plan for you is always to bless you, never to hurt you. He said, I, I know the thoughts and plans I have for you for good, not of evil, and to bring you to an expected end. Number five, check your values. How do you value yourself? I talked about it on yesterday. Reflect on your values and principles, right? The Bible says in Proverbs 20 and verse five, the purposes of a person's heart are deep waters, but one who has insight draws them out. So then you identify which options. Remember I said, write down your options. You identify which options align with your core values and beliefs. You want to make sure you're not doing anything that does not align with your core value and belief. So when you're writing your options down, look at them. Any one of them are not in alignment with your belief system. They're not in alignment with your core values. Scratch them off. Okay. And so you got to understand what your values are. You have to set boundaries for yourself, right? You have to know who you are in God. You have to first know that you are called by God. You're chosen by God. You're no longer children of, of, of the dark, but you're, you're a child of God. You're children of the light. Your life is not your own. Your body is not your own. So you just can't just do anything. And so if, if some of your options are out of alignment with the word of God, you need to scratch them. Okay. And so you got to make sure your options are aligned with your core values, right? And they are in alignment 
with God's word for your life. You must make sure your choices are in harmony and are caught up in the will of God for your life. I remember the song, the, the praise theme song, if it's not of your hand, if it's not from you, God, I don't want it. That's the kind of mindset we need to have. If Lord, if what I'm about to do is not alignment with your will for my life, let me know that I may scratch that. It's no longer an, an option. Amen. Be willing to scratch some things out of your life. We'll be willing to to scratch some choices and some opportunities that come your way because they are out of alignment with God's will for your life. Some options are going to take you out of the presence of God. Some options are going to take you from the work that God has called you to. And that is your first priority, you know, is the work that God has called you to. And some options will take you away from it. Some options will take you away from your place of worship and your time of worship. You want to make sure you're not doing that. You want to make sure you're not replacing, you know, the things of God with the things of the world. You got to make sure you're not doing that because God will not be pleased where you have given up what you're doing for him. Just do what you want to do for yourself. Amen. God must be first. Trust you know, love the Lord with all your heart. You know, some people say, you know, I'm saved and it's, and it's God first, and then it's family, then it's work, then it's church or whatever you want to do. No, when you say God first, it means everything that's related to his will for my life, that is first. That means his plans for my life, his purpose for my life, that is first. Jesus says, I come to do the will of my father. He will not allow anyone to take him out of his will. He will not allow anyone to, they want to make him king and all this stuff. He was like, no, that is not what I'm here for. I'm here just to share the gospel. I'm here to be, I'm a living witness. I'm here to represent the kingdom of heaven. I'm here also to die for the sins of the world. And so he knew that was not his time to be king. And so he refused to allow anybody to give him any opportunities to pull him out of the will of God for his life. Number six, step number six, gather knowledge, seek knowledge. Proverbs 18 and 15 says, an intelligent heart acquires knowledge and the heir of the wise seek knowledge. So educate yourself about the potential outcome of your choices, of your options, the more informed you are, the better equipped you will be to make a good decision. Remember I says, we want educated decisions. We want to make informed decisions, not emotional decisions. Too many of us make emotional decisions. And a lot of times those emotional decisions are not the right decision, right? So it's important that we know that Solomon says, in Proverbs 1 and 7, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. So as we gather information about our options, remember that knowledge is a valuable resource. Research, gather facts, consult experts. Remember I said, get good information, right? It's, it's important that we gain knowledge. And we do, we gain knowledge in absolute fear and reverence for a heavenly father. Amen. That must be the root of it. We must have we must have reverence for God and what we're gaining, we're going to make sure that these things God is not at odds with. Not every opportunity that comes your way is not every every option is a good option. You want to make sure you 
you're operating in the fear of the Lord, you're operating in reverence for God. Never forget that. God is over everything you do and he's watching everything you do. So you have to get yourself in a place where you have total faith in God and you are totally submitted to God. That is so important. If we're not submitted to God, then we tend to, you know, want to satisfy ourselves. We just want to do me. I hear people say, you know, I just want to do me. Well, that's very dangerous. God didn't call you for you to do you. He called you to be like his son, Jesus. Amen. That Christ may be formed in you. That is what the word of God says. So stop trying to be you. Try to be Christ. <laughs> that's what God wants for your life. If you were already perfect, he wouldn't have no reason to call you. <laughs> he called sinners to repentance. He called imperfect people into perfection. Amen. And lastly, when you've done all that, when you've gained knowledge, the last thing you do is to take action. After you've prayed, you've sought God, God opened your eyes. Take action. A lot of us, we sit in one space too long, mumbling over the choices. When God is giving you clear direction, step out on faith. Take action. And whatever you do, do it with all your might. You got to understand your decision may not be perfect, okay? But taking action moves you forward. And when you start moving forward, new opportunities come your way. But you got, you have to move. We have to move. And taking action sometimes is going to require courage. It's going to require determination, right? And sometimes we're going to face uncertainty. Esther said, you know, I'm, I may perish, but I'm going to see the king. She took action. We must be prepared to take action. Don't waste your time gathering information, you know, seeking God, praying, and then God give you a course of action and you're too afraid to step out on that action. No. God opens your eyes, move immediately. Just do what God say do. He's going to lead you, he's going to direct you, and he's going to make a way for you. It is God who lives in us. The Bible says in him we live, we move, and have our, have our lives. Our lives are all in God. Amen. And so we must remember that, that without him, we can do nothing. And so when we totally depend on God, when we can totally trust him, when we have these times in our lives on what to do, when we don't know what to do, we follow these steps and we talk to our heavenly father. We must have that type of relationship with God that you can talk to him. And when you talk to God, he will tell you what to do. I would share it many, many times. When I've had problems, I didn't know what to do, and I simply quieted myself and go to a quiet space and talk to God and allow the Holy Spirit to minister to me, and quickly the answer will come to me, and I would apply the answer. I didn't have to wait. I went immediately and tried what I heard in the Spirit, and 100% of the time, it was the right thing to do. Amen? And so that was my um, secret to being considered an excellent IT person when I was working is because I had the Spirit of the Lord on my side. Amen. So in conclusion, when you're unsure what to do, turn to God, open your Bible, 
seek wisdom from the word of God, embrace patience, seek guidance, and that you can make informed decisions and not emotional decisions. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not to your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will direct your path. Let us pray. Father, we come to you now in the name of Jesus. We thank you for your love. We thank you for your mercy. We thank you for your grace. We thank you for all that you have done. Thank you for blessing us, God. Thank you for keeping us. Thank you for making a way for us. Thank you for opening doors. Thank you, God, for insight. Thank you for reminding us that, Lord, when we are at crossroads, when we, when we don't know what to do, we can always call on you. We can always stop and allow your spirit to minister to us. Father, I pray that we will be so connected with your word that when decisions have to be made, the first place we go is to you in your word. And Father, we know you'll never guide us wrong. You'll never lead us in the wrong way. You will always lead us along the path that you have made for us. David said, I come in the volume of the book that is written of me. And so, Father, I pray that each one of us, Father, will walk according to the volume of the book that you already have written for our lives. And Father, we just want to be in alignment with your word. We want to be in alignment with your will for our lives. We want to be in alignment with the plans that you have set in place for our lives. And Father, so we submit all plans, all of our plans into your hands. That Father, you may fine tune them and that you may remove what needs to be removed and add what needs to be added. And Father, that we can walk in perfection. Father, we thank you. So many of us, God, stuck in this place of indecision. I pray, Father God, that we will find the courage to do in this season what you've called us to do and follow the path that you have set out for us. We thank you for hearing us, God. We thank you for answering. And we thank you shown up in our lives never leaving us on our own father we give you praise because we are never alone and for this god we give you thanks and praise of course in jesus name we pray amen